Welcome to Coping with COVID-19. I'm Dr. Ali Sharma, a psychiatrist, mental health advocate, fellow human, and mother of two. The COVID-19 pandemic is challenging the usual pillars that keep us grounded throughout our lives. As a psychiatrist, every day I am supporting people through their journeys. And what I've come to see throughout my career is that there is power in connection and in collectively coping through times like this. My goal with this interview series is to create a safe space to collectively share our stories and offer ideas for maintaining mental health and finding the silver lining in light of this health crisis. Please note that the contents of Coping with COVID-19 are for informational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your mental health professional or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding your condition. Never disregard professional advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard on coping with COVID-19. Please note that this segment with our guest was recorded by video so that we could socially undistance and appear face-to-face -face by video. Therefore, the quality of the audio recording in the next segment may differ from the previous. Today, I'm honored to be joined by Andrew Borson, who is a partner at Borson Law, which is a boutique firm uh, concentrating in commercial litigation, corporate transactions, with a specific focus on entertainment, music, hospitality, and social media law. I'm bringing Andrew on to join me now. Hi, Andrew. Thank you so much for joining me today on this Zoomcast. Howie, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. All right, so I'd love to focus on your expertise in the hospitality industry. Obviously, we can only imagine the toll it's taking on businesses and the people who are employed in this area. What are your observations about this industry and potentially staff that are impacted? Yeah, sure. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's really rough. Um, I am a New York City-based attorney, and um, I represent a bunch of larger um, and smaller hospitality industries, for example, The Box, House of Yes, um, Russian Samovar, and, you know, it's, it's been extremely tough. Some have, you know, closed down altogether. Um, you know, places like Russian Samovar still offer delivery. Some places like, um, you know, like Samovar and like Otis in Bushwick, um, they're open only to the extent that they want to employ um, um, you know, certain people that simply cannot get um, unemployment insurance and, you know, that's what they're doing. They're offering deliveries and supporting their staff. Um, so it's, it's, it's been extremely tough on the hospitality industry, which is essentially, you know, in lockdown mode. Yeah. And what have you seen? I mean, you mentioned a few examples, but what else have you seen in terms of how people are coping with these changes? I think a lot of people are pivoting um, and finding creative ways to to sort of cope. I mean, places like uh, some of our are doing GoFundMe pages for the restaurant, uh, for the restaurant itself. Um, places like um, House of Yes, for example, um, you know, they're doing um, funding, but they're doing employee-specific funding. So, you know they would introduce, you know, someone who would work the door, someone who, you know, wasn't exposed uh, um, to, to the front end of, of the business and introducing, you know, the, the followers of the people, um, 
you know, to those to those employees. Hasiyas is also opening up a um, a um, uh, Instagram TV. They're doing episodic episodes. I know that uh, a lot of hospitality uh, entities are using social media, Instagram, you know, GoFundMe pages to to sort of get by. I mean, they're they're really finding finding creative ways to 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 do it. I just you know, without more funding or without more assistance i you know i'm not sure that every single one of you know my clients are going to survive yeah and i can imagine too that in that industry there are some people who are disproportionately affected right and so where is the safety net for them you know the people who are cooking in the back uh, the delivery personnel are at risk in a different way right even if restaurants stay open so it's, it sounds like it's still a difficult time and fraught with challenges oh a hundred percent i mean you know there, there's also uh, you know, I have certain restaurants that employ, um, you know, immigrants who, who are not here legally or, or are waiting for, for paperwork. I mean, they don't get any benefits. Um, so, you know, they're, they're really struggling. I mean, if, if, if the restaurant's closed, they don't have any meaningful way to buy food. Exactly, exactly. And then that's what we are concerned about. So to pivot a little bit, let's talk about you. How has your work at your law firm been impacted as a result? And what are you doing perhaps to pivot? Yeah, um, I'm certainly lucky. I, you know, I, I don't have a unilateral focus. Um, you know, my firm is sort of concentrates on a couple of different things. Certainly real estate has completely dried up. I, I've done um several closings in uh march i have two closings in april uh in april and uh, that's it and i think that's a lot for a lot of realtors a lot of real estate attorneys title companies um you know so that business is is going to end uh at least temporarily for for you know june july august or for the foreseeable future my hospitality business um also very tough um you know while they're open or they're doing deliveries, then they don't have any meaningful way, you know, to, to pay attorneys. They don't even have meaningful ways to pay for their own staff. Um, so I'm doing the best I can to, to provide assistance pro bono. Also, uh, the CARES Act provides that attorneys, accountants, brokers, whoever, they cannot charge uh, for the services, which, which, is, which is, you know, fine with me. But, um, you know, so that's, you know, I'm trying to help all my clients with that. But, you know, it's, it's against the CARES Act to, to, to receive any kind of compensation. So, um, you know, I, I think everyone, attorneys, hospitality people, any industry right now, um, is trying to find a way to creatively pivot and, and, and monetize using um, any kind of available revenue streams. Um, I'm opening up a bankruptcy branch, for example, uh, which I've done in 2008 through 11. Um, and we will see how that goes. Okay. No, and I understand the need to pivot. I've also pivoted, right, by producing this podcast when I was about to launch another. So I think, I think if people can find creative ways to repurpose themselves for the sake of the greater good and to help people with what's going on, I think that can be powerful. So final question, any tips to others in the industries that you work, but specifically the hospitality industry who may be experiencing significant loss, whether that's financial or otherwise? Yeah, I, I, think, I think a couple of things. Um, I think everything could be you know, viewed as an opportunity. Um, things are changing by the hour, not even by the day. We don't know 
what government relief is going to take hold. We don't know where we're going to be, uh, you know, in a week, in a month. I know that things are changing so rapidly already. Like, for example, you know, in my industry, um, you know, remote um, notaries are available. My wife is a physical therapist. You know, telehealth is is making, you know, which was never done before, but, but giving... Uh, doctors the ability to see people remotely so I, I think finding creative ways to to somehow leverage technology uh, leverage relationships I, I mean at the end of the day you know I don't go to my favorite place just because it has the best you know pasta I, I mean I go for the people I go for the vibe I think finding and connecting um, with the customer base somehow whether it's remotely or, 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 or whatever, and, and finding a creative way and using this time to sort of, you know, possibly finding a creative, uh, a creative pivot um, is, is all I can, 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 can offer right now. I think that's great advice. I mean, I have noticed that the small businesses that I follow, even in the neighborhood in which I live, I like hearing from them. I like how this is impacting them or just to hear updates. I think there's, there's power in that connection too, because right. Even if I frequent a particular place that I get coffee, okay, I used to do that every day, but now that's a loss, right? So it's actually nice to hear from the business owners and, you know, just see what they're doing or hear what they're up to. So I, I agree. I think that's great advice. So thank yeah. you. All right, Andrew, it's loved, lovely to speak with you. Thank you for speaking with us. And I hope it's helpful for people in your industry. Thank you so much. Stay safe. Please stay uh, healthy. And uh, thank you for having me. All right, so now let's get clinical. So what stands out to me in the interview are two things. First is the power of resilience and the ability to pivot during this time if you are able. So as Andrew mentioned that he's able to repurpose his time and think about other ways to use his legal knowledge and law degree to help people who may be in need. I mentioned I have already pivoted. If you're able to do this and especially repurpose for the sake of the greater good, I think that's a powerful thing to do during this time. Obviously, there are those that won't be able to, and we understand that's the case. Now, the second thing that stood out to me is there are those who may be disproportionately affected by the COVID-19 pandemic. In this case, we were talking about the hospitality industry and undocumented immigrants, for one. Or if you've been listening to the media recently, <laughs> there are other groups in our society, such as African-Americans, which emphasize the racial health disparities that already pre-exist. If you have ideas on how to support these groups, it's helpful to hear from you. So please leave comments in the copy below. Thank you for listening to Coping with COVID-19 by Dr. Ali. As always, if you are in crisis or you think you may have an emergency, call your doctor or 911 immediately. If you're having suicidal thoughts, call 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-8255 to talk to a skilled trained counselor at a crisis center in your area at any time. If you are located outside of the United States, call your local emergency line immediately. What you have heard on coping with COVID-19 does not represent what would take place during a psychiatric assessment or an actual therapy session.